Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are a woman that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you come to the right place. There are no hard and fast rules and you don't have to call yourself anything. You're just a woman that knows something isn't working for her and you are wanting to make an intentional change. I'm Rachel Pritz and I'll walk alongside you as you learn to drink less and live more. Let's go. Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be tackling health. So I have a master's degree in nursing and no one had trained me, educated me around the impacts of alcohol. Really the only thing I ever knew was people talked all about calories. Like that was sort of my friend circle, my gym, like, oh yeah, well I got to come to the gym so I can have my few beers tonight or whatever that is. And that's all I really knew. And like, of course, we know like alcohol affects our livers, but not to the extent that it really does. No one really talks about this. We kind of just make it seem like it's just okay. And before we get started, because this can be a little scary for people, honestly, the first time I read this, I was like, what? I mean, what? Why don't they have this on the label? I mean, this is crazy. So I don't want to incite fear in you. This is truly meant to just be educational, to help you start thinking about all these different ways that your health is being impacted. I started seeing a functional medicine doctor early on in my journey. And so if you've never done that, holy cow, like you just get the most comprehensive assessment I've ever had. You know, I mean, like everything, they tested everything. I pooped, I peed, I gave blood, I did all of it. And there were some pretty significant things in my lab work and some of the things that she saw going on that were related to alcohol use. So, uh, you know, I mean, they were all like, I was honest with her about how much I was drinking and she's like, oh yeah, so here's all the things that uh, you're getting from, from drinking a bottle of wine a night. So, Keep that in mind. This is not meant to scare you, but it is meant to educate you. And then I will also say, because I'm going to talk about alcohol as ethanol, because that's what it is. I mean, that's when you look at it, that is what it is. That's what you're putting in your body. Sugar is not good for me. French fries aren't good for me. Cheese curds aren't good for me. Doesn't mean I still don't eat those on occasion. So this is not meant to be like, don't ever put a sip of alcohol in your body. If that's what you want to do and that's your goal, then do that. That's great. If you want to be able to drink on occasion or you want to drink weekly or whatever that looks like, do you do you. You know, you decide what's best for you. You may not be experiencing some of these things that I'm going to describe. Um, so the first thing, and, and I will say that a lot of this, because Holly Whitaker uh, does a great job of capturing all this, so I want to be sure to give her credit there. Um, Holly Whitaker is the author of Quit Like a Woman. If you have not read this book or seen it out there, please run out and get it. This was such an eye-opener to me. She gets some criticism because she's uh, definitely on the feminist side of things. There were some things that I was reading and I thought, I don't know if I agree with that, but when I really sat with it, oh my gosh, I really did agree with it. And I'm a feminist, so I'm like, you know, why why would that be bothersome to me? So anyway, she really she really dives in deep to this stuff, and she does a great job of uh, researching what alcohol really does to us. So it's ethanol. So let's say that we 
um, just just decided to go out with a girlfriend, and we were like, you know what? I'm going to drink three glasses of wine tonight. That's my plan, and I'm so excited for that. And it feels fun and exciting, and you know, like it feels warm to us. You know, it's like, oh yay, let's do that. You know, especially if we're drinking alcohol a lot, because our brains are telling us that it's comforting to us. So what if we replace that with, you know, I'm going to go out and drink three cups of gasoline or ethanol. We would feel very differently about that. That doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound pleasing. That doesn't sound warm. It sounds gross. So think about what you're actually putting in your body. Alcohol disrupts sleep. So yes, it acts almost like an anesthetic. It will put you to sleep for sure. It's a sedative. But then you don't really get into all the cycles of sleep that you need to. And poor sleep contributes to hormone disruption. That's it. I mean, it it does. So we think of our, um, you know, stress hormones, cortisol is one that a lot of people are aware of. That also has a relationship with estrogen. So all of you who are perimenopausal or menopausal, if you're already sleeping like crap, alcohol is not your friend. It is not helping you sleep better. I am certified in a resilience framework, and one of the dimensions of hell of of the framework is health. And they were one of the few researched researchers to measure how health impacts all the other dimensions of resilience. And what they found was that health was directly correlated to all of the other dimensions. So if you had a higher health score, you automatically were higher in every single other dimension. It was the only dimension in the group that that was true of. And where they identified the biggest need, it wasn't actually in food and exercise. Those were components of it and important. But sleep was the primary thing to do in order to achieve health. Uh, Alcohol causes anxiety. If you haven't experienced anxiety, um, maybe you either haven't been drinking long enough or you're not old enough or you're in denial. I don't know. But anxiety was one of the, the primary reasons that I really wanted to take a pause from alcohol. I was experiencing so much anxiety about everything. And it's like, wow, this is not helping me. While I was drinking, it would take it away. But then the next morning, it was times 100. So I really, you know, did not like that feeling and that uh, emotion and what it did to me. Uh, Our livers are responsible for detoxifying our bodies. If we didn't know, there's other, you know, parts of our bodies that do that too. But when we put in a, a toxic chemical like alcohol in our bodies, our liver prioritizes that toxin because it's like, wait a minute, we got to get rid of that. So then we can do all the other things. So while it's prioritizing that toxin, and mind you, it takes about three to four days for alcohol, alcohol to get out of our system. So if you're drinking just on the weekends or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're barely ever getting clear of alcohol. So your liver's still cleaning up the stuff you put in there. Your sleep is still disrupted. So keep that in mind, too, when you're kind of figuring out what you want this to look like for you in the future. But so our body is prioritizing the toxin or our liver is prioritizing the toxin. Our livers are also responsible for processing fat and cholesterol. And when it's too busy cleaning up the tavern that we put in there the night before, we can't uh, have the temple that we really are wanting to achieve. So... Yes, there's calories in alcohol. Absolutely. 
And that is not the only reason why you can't lose weight. And that's not the only reason why you feel like, gosh, I feel like I'm creating more fat cells or, you know, I did an in-body scan at my gym and, oh my gosh, I have a lot of body fat. That could be one of the reasons. So keep that in mind. It's not the only reason why maybe weight loss isn't happening for you. It causes broken blood vessels in our bodies, and so it makes us look older. We get puffy from alcohol. We all know it dehydrates us. That's not brand new. But we get kind of puffy, and that makes us look older. And we spend all this money on, you know, creams and things to, you know, make our neck not look so saggy. And we're busy, like, putting in a bottle of alcohol. Like, we're totally working against ourselves. Don't waste your money, you know? I mean, it's like we're we're not uh, – we're we're not working from the inside out, and that's where we can really see some change. Um, it reduces your zinc and vitamin A levels, and those were two that were low for me when I went to my functional medicine doctor, and that those are directly responsible for aging. So keep that in mind. Um, it's linked to seven different cancers. Alcohol is directly, so we have a 15% higher likelihood of breast cancer if we drink. And it's not very much. I want to say it was like one drink every, you know, three to four days or whatever. It was very little amounts for women that it really increases our risk for breast cancer. And then it really screws with our brain and our memory and our motor function. It screws with our personality. So when I talked about the Enneagram, when I stopped drinking, I really saw more of my actual personality and motivators and who I really am come out. I'm much more empathic when I'm not drinking. I am much more big-hearted when I'm not drinking. It numbs all the bad stuff, but it also numbs all the good stuff. And that is something to really consider on this journey. Uh, the last thing is that it kills the microbiome. So if you haven't heard of the microbiome yet or gut health, that's what we're talking about here. So it kills all the good bacteria. We call the the gut our second brain for a reason. So when we think of being cloudy and foggy and all of those things, that's one of the reasons why our microbiome's out of whack. So if you're taking you know, medication or you're taking a supplement to help with your microbiome, probiotics. There's all sorts of other things out there too, magnesium, you know, all sorts of things to to uh, heal our microbiome. If you're putting in a bottle of wine with it, you're working against yourself again. So keep that in mind. Those are some of the ways that our health is really truly impacted. It's fascinating to me when I talk to clients because almost all of them work out consistently and eat healthy. So I find it to just be fascinating that we don't consider our alcohol use in our health. So um, a lot of them actually work out really hard. Like they're hardcore gym goers. There's been some research out there that actually shows that people that hit the gym hard also hit alcohol hard. Um, not as a rule, but um, that's just a correlation that they've noticed. So Interesting. So just consider what alcohol is doing to your health. And if you have, you know, a feeling state of having energy or a feeling state of being content, maybe alcohol is not going to get you there from a health perspective. I would imagine that health is a part of contentment 
for you and health is a part of, you know, peace and health is a part of energy for you. So go into your week and just kind of evaluate your own relationship with alcohol, but then check in on the areas of health that you are doing and then what alcohol is actually kind of reversing in a lot of ways. So have a good week and we'll see you soon. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded of new episodes. This is not intended to be medical advice. This is for gray area drinkers that are wanting to evaluate their relationship with alcohol and cut back or quit altogether. If alcohol isn't ruining your life, but it's certainly not making it any better, you're in the right place.